Hey friends, I am so glad that you tuned in for this session. You know, as an entrepreneur, as a business professional, as a sales representative, as a consultant, as a coach, as a clinician, we all need to make good decisions when life brings us those opportunities. And so I'm really excited to bring to you a fairly simple, but really super effective way of making decisions great, making good decisions. You know, the synonyms for decision is determination, conclusion, resolution, result, outcome. And I would add to that, that these are the results or the byproduct of making good quality decisions, or in other words, having developed the skill of being decisive. And any great executive or business professional that you've ever known had for sure the quality or attribute of being decisive. In other words, they made good decisions on the regular. You know, in contrast, the antonyms for decision, I found really fascinating. They are indetermination, procrastination, postponement, delay, deferment, indefiniteness. Do you recognize any of those attributes in your decision-making process? Because I know I do. And I've found that the process that I'm about to share with you has really helped me make a radical step up in making higher quality, faster decisions at work and in my personal life. You know, in any case, in our personal lives and at work, we have decisions that oftentimes carry high stakes. Well, like decisions like changing jobs or starting a business or having a baby or perhaps pursuing a new career. Other decisions, however, can be deeply personal. Perhaps a decision about ending a relationship or maybe starting a relationship, maybe even trying to decide the best option for some kind of a, a medical procedure. You know, a little fun fact about me is that, well, I took Latin for seven years in school. Yeah, it was pretty painful. <laughs> Can you imagine seven years with a, quote, dead language? But I have to say that my vocabulary and my command of the English language is all the better for it. And so I'm grateful for it. Just like many English words get their meaning from the ancient language of Latin, decision or the word to decide indeed comes from Latin as well. It comes from dicere, which is to decide. The D means off and the chiere means to cut. So decision, therefore, at its root of its meaning means to cut off. It literally means to cut off everything except the things that really matter most. And that's the way I want you to think about the decision-making process. Going through a process that after a while you're going to get pretty good at and you'll be able to do it much quicker the more you do it. But the, the whole idea here is to cut away 
everything except the things that matter most or the decision that is the best or the one that really is going to be the best for you. You know, when an outcome or an impact that a decision requires really matters, or when a good decision is important or critical, it's really important for you to have a process. And up until this podcast, have you really thought about how you uniquely go about making a decision? Do you have a process? Now, look, when I tell you that it's important and valuable as a business professional and as an effective human being to have a process, at first blush, it may sound like having a whole process for quality decision making. Well, it may appear to take a, a little more time or might be a little burdensome or even feel clunky. But one thing I want to promise you after 30 years of running my own business and a successful one at that, that the benefits of having a decision-making process that would lead you to decisions coming from a place of clarity and true discernment without dragging the weight of consequences of perhaps making the wrong decision or a less than best decision, well, I promise you, friend, that it is worth the investment upfront to follow this tried and true process. Now, as you would imagine, as a trainer, I'm going to encourage you, I want you to follow this process on paper because planning on paper, in other words, writing things down, it creates distance for you cognitively in your head in order to get, if you will, above the problem and gain some valuable insights that are necessary for you to move forward and that aren't necessarily available to you when you're just rolling them around in your own head. And so as part of my value first philosophy, I've created a free worksheet for you to use in conjunction with this podcast. It'll help you to make important decisions that you need or you want to make by writing it down. It'll walk you through all the steps I'm about to share with you in the next few minutes. All right, so let's get into these 10 steps that will help you make good decisions. The first thing I want you to do is to decide what the best and worst outcomes are before you begin to even think about making a decision. This first step really does allow you to gain a lot of clarity that will expedite your decision-making process. So it simply is a matter of you asking yourself, okay, before I make a decision to move forward, what really is the best case scenario in making a decision? This will help you to establish some kind of ideal or preferred outcome that you really want to have happen. Now, in contrast, it's important that you also spend a little time and think about, no, write down the worst case scenario. 
Now, this is really more valuable that you really air out some of that stinking thinking that goes on inside our own brains that causes us to perhaps delay the process of making the decision. This allows you to sort of get it up and get it out on paper and really does, in many cases, by going through this process, it really allows you to start to see some best steps forward that weren't necessarily obvious when the ideas of this decision were just rolling around in your head. So the value, again, of you starting out with thinking about ultimately what is the best that can happen and what is the worst that can happen, it really allows you to get a higher perspective on the situation that would allow you to spot some options and opportunities that really wouldn't necessarily be available to you at the horizontal view from ground zero, that is left inside your head, okay? So step number one, decide best and worst outcomes. Step number two, this is the fun part. This is where I want you to list all options. Now, look, I want you to list all options, and I mean it. So ask yourself, what are all of the possible options or paths or ways in which I may consider in making this decision? So I just want you just to let your brain go, write them down, don't judge them, list them. I want you to lean in to the crazy, the outlandish, the silly, the risky, the dangerous, the impossible options, get them all out. And I want you to stay open-minded and even try to have a little fun in the process. Yep, I want you to add a little levity that will open up the right side of your brain. And I want you to even lean into the idea of what other options, if I were really curious about what options I haven't considered, what other options might be available to me? So get curious and be relentless at coming up with as many ideas and options for you, reaching your decision as possible. The idea here is quantity, not necessarily quality. And as I said earlier, don't judge them, just list them. So you're gonna, in step number two, list all of your options. Now, here's the thing I wanna say as a little side note. You can execute this process very effectively as a individual making decisions for yourself, your business, or your life. However, it's in this part, the listing all options, that if you have a partner, a trusted friend, a colleague, a trusted advisor of some kind, I would encourage you to consider engaging them in this process because sometimes, when you are working with someone else, as you are listing all of the possible options available to you, another perspective can be extraordinarily valuable. So here's what I would say to you is the higher the stakes, the higher the importance of the decision, the more I want to encourage you get someone else involved. Step number three, here's where I want you to remove 
non-options. Now, as you know, in step number two, I've encouraged you to just get a bunch of stuff on paper. Just list as much as you can consider. And so now number three is where you are going to look at this list and I want you to cross off those options listed that you flat are unwilling to consider you're not willing to try or to do. The goal here now is to reduce that list to be a list of five items or less. Now, this may be uh, easy for you to do, or it might be hard for you to do, just depending on what options you originally came up with in number two. But what I want you to do is I want you to really dig deep and ask yourself, can I even visualize myself doing this, trying this, going there? And if the answer is no, cross it off. And that will reduce a lot of the distraction and clutter that sometimes slows us down in our decision-making process. But again, the value of you having it written down is that you'll be able to see it, spot it, and separate yourself, especially when you have to go through the consideration of, can I see myself actually trying, doing, or considering this? Okay. So now what we have as we go into number four is we have a short list of five options for our decision or less. And here is where you get to consider in step number four, I want you to compare the options listed. Okay, so compare the options listed. Here's where I want you to look at the five remaining items or four or how many ever is, is left. And I want you to think about how these compare, how you see yourself taking these actions, what potential uh, steps may be involved or consequences or risks. And here's where now, as you compare the options listed in your list of five, I want you to take number five, and that is to prioritize the list of five or how many ever you have listed and reorder them from the best option to the worst. So I want you to list or prioritize, reorder your list from the best option to the worst. And then you should have the top two most viable options that have floated to the top. And it's number six that I want you to take those top two options and I really want you to dig in to listing the advantages and the disadvantages of each. This is where at the top of the worksheet, you'll see you'll be able to write option number one, option number two. Now, remember, these were the top two options that you had identified as being the best among the lists that you had come up with. And now what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to really do some deep thinking about what are the advantages of this particular path or this particular option or direction. And then I want you to force your brain 
to come up with the disadvantages of as well. And here's again, where you really get to develop the skill of discernment and critical thinking in terms of having two fairly good options available to you and really being able to analyze them in a way that you can come up with both the advantages as well as the dis disadvantages. And here's the magic of this process. In step number seven, you will be in a very, very good position to make your final decision for which of these two options is right for you. Because you will have done the deep thinking analysis that has preceded step number seven, which is when you finally made your final decision. And we're not done yet. We have a couple of more steps in the process and they are important. So listen up. Step number, step number eight is implement. Implement the decision. Take the necessary actions that you need to move forward in your decision. So you're going to take action. Number nine, it's important that you evaluate your decision. Now, in some cases, you can't necessarily evaluate the decision right away. But I would encourage you to identify a week, two weeks, maybe even a month for you to simply review your decision-making process and the decision that you made. Maybe it's a huge decision, a beautiful decision, like having a child, okay? Well, certainly, as you have decided that you are going to move forward to have a child, the evaluation process for any decision that you're making is really boiled down, I find, most simply and most powerfully into asking yourself three questions. Regarding the way I made this decision and the decision that I made, what worked? What worked in this process for me? And write them down. In fact, go to your worksheet and jot it down so you'll have everything together, your entire flow of decision-making process. Also, ask yourself, what didn't work? Where did I struggle? What made it hard? And finally, what you'll do different. See, the reason that I want you to evaluate your decision and the decision-making process is because in this step number three in the evaluation process is where you get to really observe yourself making the decision and going through the process so that you can build the skill, gain the awareness that you need, and strengthen your ability to make decisions in the future, particularly not just any decision, not rash decisions, not decisions, you know, off this, you know, off the cuff, but decisions that were critically important or valuable to you that you went through the process and really put some time and energy into making the best decision. And then finally, step number 10, congratulate and celebrate. You know, acknowledging the decision that you've made and by using a solid decision-making process, well, it's where your confidence in making future good decisions is grown. So it's important that you 
celebrate yourself, enjoy and really acknowledge the process that you slowed down long enough to go through these steps and really enjoy the fact that your decision-making skills are becoming stronger. This is where you become more decisive, which is a critical skill for every business professional and entrepreneur and effective business leader. So this is the reason that I could not wait to share this 10-step process with you because really adopting a clean, clear, and complete decision-making process really will make you more confident and more effective so that ultimately you'll be happier at work and in life.